Today's daf we learn um, daf lamed bet. So the uh, Gemara begins. Machal v'achar kach achal. Now here's slightly different language of a machal. The here what it means is, for example, the kohen gave the individual truma to eat. He says, "Here it's yours," and then the Israel comes and eats it. Now the question is, does he have to pay karen v'chomesh? So we'll see the machloket in a minute. So machal v'achar achal is tafluk that the Rebbe Yochanan and Rebbe Shimon Lakish. This is actually machloket. Sorry, that they had a following machloket. Here we change the word from gazal to achal. So achal truma meshel avi imo. So he was Yorish, as this is in Israel, from his mother's father. His mother's father was a Kohen. And, his, and, he had, and from his grandfather, he had, there was truma and he was Yorish. So it's effectively his, which is, how, this is how we're pa- making the parallel with the case where the Kohen gave Israel, here's some truma for you, you can have it. And he, he goes up and eats it. So according to Rabbi Yochan, he says, Meshalem l'shevet. What he has to do, he has to actually mafrish now the replacement truma, Karen v'chomesh, because he's a non-Kohen, and give it to, and he has to give it to, a, um, to, to, uh, to the Shevet, to another Kohen, despite the fact he effectively really owns it. However, according to Rish Lakish, he says, no, Rish Lakish says, Meshalem l'atzmo. This is a bit like the woman who, who was a Bas Yisrael, and she ate truma when she wasn't a kohen, and then she ended up convert. Then she, converting, ended up marrying a kohen, and now can eat truma. She can simply has to separate it to achieve a kapara, but then then she can keep it. To, she can keep it herself. So 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 here too, since a quintrash lakish, since there's no gezel shevet, he hasn't stolen from anyone because it belongs to him. But he still has to achieve a kapara for having eaten truma. He has to do a hafrasha. He has to separate it, but then he can keep it. So. Here's what Reb Shimon Melakish responded to Reb Yochanan. According to your, your position, now again, according to Reb Yochanan, even if it belonged to him, what does he have to do? He has to separate it and give it to the Shevet. Whereas again, Reb Shlakish says he can, he can keep it. So he says, But we learned in Mishnah, Someone stole Trumat Hekdesh, and he consumed it. What does he have to pay back? Now, having stolen, doesn't have to pay kefil. Why? Because he because it belongs. If you steal from hektesh, you don't have to pay kefil. We'll see these cases later on. However, he has to pay shnei chomshin v'keren. What are the two chomesh he has to pay? One is because he ate truma, and the second one is because he ate something that's hektesh. He's over in this So, if someone eats eats something that's hektesh, he has to pay keren v'chomesh back as well. Okay, so that's a two chomshin. Okay, and he has to pay one keren. So now we say v'yishalem. Now, the, most of the Farshim here say shlosha, like you have written, but Rav Chaim says, Meshalem le Kohen, meaning, uh, we, we'll keep, as, again, we're faithful to go like a, uh, Rav Chaim, so this is a gears of the Gra. What does it mean, Meshalem le Kohen? He should really pay two Karanayim, two Karens. One, one le Hekdesh, because he took from Hekdesh, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says, even if, it, even if it belongs to you in order to achieve a kapara, if you like, for you have to actually give it to us, to give it to the Kohanim. So you'd expect him now to pay an extra keren for the fact he consumed truma, he has to meshalem l'shevet. You hear the question? So whereas, again, according to, according to Resh Lakish, it's fine. Because since all he did was take him, to, was, there was no gezel shevet here, if you like. All he did was he, he was took from Hector, so he has to pay his one keren. Because Rabbi Yochanan, that even if he, there wasn't, if you like, even if, it, even if he owned it, he'd still have to pay the kohanim something. So, 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 so to here, I'd have to, you'd assume he'd have to pay two kerens. Okay? Um, I can read Rebbe just make clear. He says, Why? 
Achad lehektish v'achad lekohen. Debish lama lididi makes sense according to Rish like she says the be'alman nami ha'var frashot asagi. For me, ha'frasha alone is enough to achieve a kapara for having eaten truma. Umushum gezel shevet who not know it's only because of shum gezel shevet that I normally have to say you have to give it to a kohen. Ha'achad the mehektish gazul here. That I've taken from Hektesh, then all I have to do is only pay one to Hektesh. According to you, the Sagi Bar Frasha, that Hafrasha alone is not enough. Then paying Hektesh is not enough. You've only said the fact you've stolen Hektesh. But the Din Tashlume Truma, you haven't been satisfied according to your Svara. Until you actually give it to a coin. So therefore, Yishalem, you should also pay Karen the Shevet. That's the way, that's the way again, Rav Chaim, following the, the Derech of the Quran, understands it. Which I'll bring the Ridbaz in a minute. But however, what's the answer? The answer is, uh, Rabbi Yassi says, Mishra B'yochan, no. HaTorah Mar Yatsa Bo Yedei Gzelo. It wasn't me Yatsa Bo Yedei Gzelo. Torah uh, Mar, meaning the real Rav Chaim, said, HaTorah Mar Karen Echadu Meshalem, B'mash Yatsa Yedei Gzelo, Nam Yatsa Yedei I mean, as soon as, according to, according to um, Rabbi Yochanan, he would say, once you mashalem and once you no longer have in your possession tr- the truma that you took from whoever you took it from, be it hektesh or f- from the Kohanim, whichever case, in our case specifically, it's hektesh, once you that's enough to be considered as if you paid off the Karen component of the truma for the Tashlum of having eaten truma. So that's why you don't have to pay two Karenai. Okay. But if you didn't yotzei degzelo, meaning there wasn't, meaning that there wasn't a uh, there wasn't a karen being paid at all, you'd still have to pay a karen to the kohenim. That's why we explain it for shitat Rabbi Yochanan. That's why that case is not a kasha. What's very interesting, which um, again, with this uh, this is a short shorter form shear, but um, it would be the read buzz actually goes into this and explains the that the two different girsaot that we have. I read veshalem la kohen as opposed to veshalem shlosha like you like you have here. He explains that that's actually behind a machlok at Ravid and Rambam, whereas the Ravid seems to hold the way we read it. Just for your benefit, when it's in Veshem Shlosha, what will be the Shlosha? What's a Kashan Rabbi Yochan if saying Shlosha? It's actually Shlem Shlosha Chumshin. What's another Chumish someone has to pay? That's if they would do a Shvuat Gzela. I mean, if they, if they swear falsely that they had in possession of somebody else um, something of their property, right, that they stole from them, then they'd have to pay the Chumish there. Um, so the so again the argument just for this is like so grime if you like um, the the way the other mafarshim explained this for the Gemara is the argument Rish Lakish is saying to Rabbi Yochanan is that if you're saying we get, there's a gezel from a shevet then if he makes he presumably if we have a we we can make we can inflate the number of chumishes here you could have a case even with three chumshin for example if he made a if he made a shvuat gezela. However, according to me, when it's like um, where we where we say that if it's uh, again according to, according to um, Resh Lakish, where it's not really considered Gezel Shevet here, it's just Mishum Kapara. Therefore, my 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 position makes sense. It's only Shtu Chomshet. But again, I don't want to distract you with that. We'll keep it real time. If you're interested, you can see there's a long red buzz here, which um, really spells it out very nicely. Okay, and Gemara continues. Amar Rebzira, Amar Rebzira, Reb Isi. Tartin milin Amri b'shem Reb Yochanan v'leit aton Amri mehen. There are two things you've told us in the neighbor of Yochanan, but you actually hadn't actually explained what his basis is. What, what's what's the uh, what's the source for his position? One of which we just learned now. So Amr Reb Yochanan. One of the things was Yatzai degzelo v'leit aton Amrin. We've just said. 
that as long as Yotzeya de Gzelo, which we just said, this is the Kasha on, on, on this is the Kasha Rech Lakesh Asa Rabbi Yochanan. He says, if he, stole, if he stole from Hekdesh, Truma that was Hekdesh, if you like, and then consumed it, then according, uh, according to your spara, you'd have to pay two Karanaim. And the answer was no. According to the Torah, once you've paid one Karen, as soon as you say Gzelo, you don't have to pay another Karen. Karen, sorry. So the question is, what now? Where do you see this from? So it's, it's because it says in the Torah, "Venatan la Kohen et Hakodesh," meaning "Mikavan should not know once if you've done the Natina, Yatzay should not know Then it's already considered over and done with. I'll just read me read the Brachaim. In other words, it says, "Mash mi koma kam dolam enu meshlam elakem rachad." Because it says "Venatan la Kodesh, Venatan la Kohen Hakodesh," means you only ever have to pay one Karen. Daha, sorry, Daha after Makom Deleka Gezel Ashevet Kagon Shachal Trumadi Day. Like in the first case, Machloke between Rish Lakish and Yochanan, where it was his own that he was Yorish from his grandfather. Nami Mafrish, not ten lakoin. You still have to give something. You have to give not ten lakoin. Kadavra Yochanan. Mikomakon Kashal Trumat Shevet, the Ikanami Gezel Shevet, in Mashal Karenachat. Why mekemishat nolo yatsa yadei gzelo? I mean, the mekarenachat yotsa yadei shnai, because with one karen yotsa yotsa yadei two. In other words, so we find that even in the, so we comparing the two cases, if it was his own Gorishman's grandfather, you only have to pay one Karen. Sorry, still have to pay a Karen. That's what the Torah says. And if it was Gedal Shevet, you still have to, only, have to one, only have to pay one Karen. So as soon as you're telling me then you still, you'd say a day, um, is, is they, if you basically fulfilled your Kapara component. In other words, the Chiyuv of paying Karen Bachomish, to be clear. So we see from those contrasting, those two cases, where it was Yorish versus the case where he wasn't Yorish, he's still only one Karen, that even if what Vashim and Adolam Karen, you only ever have to pay one Karen. Achinami, therefore, even if it was Hektesh, and so too, as soon as you've just paid one Karen, you've Yotzei of having it in Truma, as we said, Bishogek. Okay, that's how it's learned from the Pesukim. I hope that was clear. Okay. Atanam Bishem Rabbi Yochanan. Another thing you said from Rabbi Yochanan was from the Sechta Para. That was Rabbi Yochanan said, "Bakom shchitata sham The place where you shech the paraduma is the paraduma from which they shech that would burn outside Yerushalayim, and then to take the ashes of which to place on spring water, and that's what they use. That's the mechatat they used to, to matar someone who was tamemet. Says Bakom shchitata sham Exactly where you shech that at that place you have to do the sreifa. So the question is, you didn't tell me where you got it from. Belayt aton amri mineil. You didn't tell where, where is it? so Maichadun, what now? What's the what's the source? So Rabbi says, because there's Al Pisha Yisrof. So what's the match? What's the language Al Pisha? Match Mamina. It says Rabbi Yirmiya Meshem. Rabbi Yimi says, Makom Prishata Michayim. The time that were the, the place where it was separated from life. In other words, it was Shechted, Sham Tiyes Reifata. That's how that's how you meant to understand Al Al Pisha Yisrof. That's where the Sreif has to be. Okay. Now if we go back to our machloket, this is very important. We, let's just do a chazar on the machloket. Machloket between Rabbi Yochanan and, and Rishim and Lakish was as follows. If someone is Yoresh, his grandfather's truma, he's in Israel, and he eats it, according to Rabbi Yochanan, according to Rish Lakish, he, can, he has to mafrish it to Cheva Kabar, but then he can keep it. Whereas again, Rabbi Yochanan says he has to give it, he, he, once he's, he, he doesn't care if you, if you Yoresh it. You still have to what? You still have to give it to a Kohen, meaning the replacement for the fact you've eaten Truma, and when you're a czar. Okay, so we say, ah, this seems to align with the other machlok that we saw yesterday. Now, if you recall, we saw a machlok between Rebbe 
and Re, uh, Rebbe and uh, Reb Lazar Rebbe Shimon. Um, that's, that was, at what point do we consider the, that which you separated as becoming truma? Okay. Again, if you recall yesterday, we said that um, if a czar eats, czar eats truma, and he, again, he has to take a replacement, uh, and he separates it. If then he goes ahead and eats it, is it, is it from the point of separation that it becomes considered truma? Or is it only once he gives it to a kohen, it becomes considered truma? If you, you remember, Rebbe says it's nitinata, once he actually gives it to, to the kohen, that's when it becomes truma. Whereas Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon says it's actually hafrashato. As soon as you separate it, it's already considered truma, even if you haven't given it to a kohen yet. Yes? Good. So now we say, but one second, this seems to be, Rabbi Yochanan seems to align. Is this really the case? Rabbi Yochanan is Karebi, and Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish is Karebalazab Rabbi Shimon. What's the alignment? Let's make it clear. Rabbi Yochanan that says if he's Yorish from his grandfather, eats it, he hasn't achieved a kapara until he gives it to a Kohen. That sounds exactly like Rabbi. That only becomes called Truma when you give it to a Kohen. In other words, it can only achieve a kapara once it's been given over, because only then it becomes Truma. However, Rabbi Shimon Lakish, you want to say he's like Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon. We usually posek Rebbe Chachavirav. Now, how's Rebbe Shimon Lakish, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon? Because we said if he's Yorish Shuma from his grandfather, Rebbe Shimon Lakish says all you have to do is separate it and then you can keep it. You separate and then you can sell it to a coin if you like. This seems to be exactly like Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon, who says what? That from the moment you are fresh, it gets a Shem Truma. So therefore, a Kapara has been achieved. Now, so the Gemara says, Amr Bun Bar Chia says, in Savar Rebbe Shimon, Rebbe Shimon like Rebbe, Ubavaba Devashu Zakulin Dinakova, Aval Devashu Ain Zakulin Dinakohen, Af Rebbe Modi. So to explain this as follows, we can say the Rebbe Shimon ben Lakish holds exactly like Rebbe, meaning Rebbe, again, Shita Rebbe, let's make it clear. Shita Rebbe says, when does it become Truma? Only once you give it over to a Kohen. So Rebbe Shlaki says, I can even hold like Rebbe. When does Rebbe hold that position that it only becomes Truma once handed over to a Kohen? When you're mechuyev to give it to a kohen. In this case, he doesn't have to because it's considered his property. It was Yorisha from his grandfather. So in that case, even Rebbe would moder the hafrasha is enough. They're simply separating because can, there's no gezel kahuna here. He didn't sell it. He steal it from a kohen because it belonged to him. That's why it would be sufficient hafrasha alone. Okay? And we says, kahada matnita, I'll bring you a proof. Or dahi matnita. There's another proof. We see exactly a position exactly like that. We see, from, for example, the frish pidyon petachamor. If someone separated um, a pidyon petachamor vermet. So, so petachamor, again, the firstborn donkey, you have to do a pidyon, you have to do a pidyon, right? What do you do? You get a cell and, and you give that to a kohen. So let's say someone did separate a petachamor, a small lamb, and it died. So Rebelezer Omer, chayim bachrayot. In other words, he has to refresh her again. He treats it like Chamesh Slaim Shel Ben. He treats it exactly like Pidyon Aban, that the Pidyon is only done when you give it over to a coin. Okay, so you haven't achieved anything by simply separating it. The Chachamim says, no, once you've separated the Petachamor and that said dies, it doesn't matter. You don't have to, you have to separate another one because he holds it's like Pidyon Master Shani. It's like Pidyon Master Shani. Just as Master Shani, once you put it, and if you lose the money, it's, it's fine because the act of Pidyon is, is complete once you do the Hafrasha, if you like. Okay, however, if he was Yoresh, Pitre Chamorot from Beitava, he was Yoresh, um, firstborn donkeys from his grandfather, who was a coin, and he himself is in Israel. 
it, despite the fact normally says it's only, it's, it's like Pidyan Abin, it's only once you give it over that the Petra Chamar has happened. Here, since it's his anyway, it's his own possession, meaning because he, he owns it because it came from his grandfather's coin. It's not, the, um, simply the Hafrash Allah alone is enough and he can keep it. So, you know, that that's a precedent to say that Rebbe would agree with it. You know, there's despite the fact it only gets a Shem Truma there are, once, you, once you actually give it over to a coin. Again, important, this is the case where he's eaten Truma. The Zarazin Truma is taking a replacement, only gives cold Truma once you've given it to a coin, the replacement. However, we, we see within, even we see a precedent within, within the Shita Rebeliezer that it's different if he owned the Truma himself by way of the fact that he was Yorisha from his grandfather. Okay? Um, where is it? Here. Okay, fine, let's continue. Achal Truma. What if someone ate, um, ate, ate Truma? If he ate Truma Chaber, if he ate Truma from a Chaber, then he gives, pays back the, this Chulim to a, the, the, the replacement Truma to a Chaber. If it's Truma Tama'aretz, if he ate Truma from an Ama'aretz, he's Meshalem, he has to pay back Meshalem la Ama'aretz. Now, one second, one second, Venimtse Moser Taro to la Ama'aretz. There's a problem here. Once again, in other words, as we know that Shluma comes Truma, and, and you said, you, we've learned previously, you're not allowed to give over Truma Tama Aretz out of concern, it's going to make a Tama. So how does this make sense? So the Gemara says, okay, Ketzer, what do you do? What happens if a Zar eats a Truma Vah Aretz? How does he achieve a Kapara? How does he pay back? So the first understanding, not men stay in the Kohen. What he do, does is if he ate, again, he ate, say, Truma from a Chaver, Truma from an Aretz, he gives both repayments Back to a chaver. And one of them, what he does, one he has to give to the Kohen because he ate his, the coin chaver. He has to give it him for free because that's his kapar for eating for him. The other one he didn't have to give to him. So therefore, what does he do? He effectively sells it to him, gets the money and gives that money, which is interesting because he's, what he's done is, again, when someone eats, this is very important to understand, when someone eats truma that belongs to a Kohen, two things has happened. One is there's Gezel, and one is the fact that he didn't Isur. So here, effectively, what he's done is achieved Kapara for the Isur by giving it over to a Chaber instead. But, he's a, but he still has to, he's effectively stolen, if you like, from the Amaret. So what does he do? He gives him the money back, and he, and he, and he ticks that box as well, ticks, ticks that box. Okay? So Rabbun Barachia Amar Shimon Ben Nakish. That only makes sense according to Wichita. That solution of saying, I'll just give two Trumot to a, chav, uh, to, to a Kohen Chaber. That only makes sense. That only makes sense according to the Shita that says my act of separation turns it into a truma. But once again, according to the Shita that says it only becomes truma once I actually give it to him. How can I give it to another coin? I need to give it to this to this coins the Amaaretz from which I ate this truma. So this a solution of giving two trumas to another, to, um, if you like, like replacement another coin, is not going to work because it's not going to turn into trauma. I haven't achieved my kapara. It seems that I have to give it to the amaretz. So how do I get around, how do I achieve the kapara of eating the amaretz trauma without actually giving to him if I have to give it to him? So how does this work? How do we get around the problem? So amalehim, what you can do, the mezake al acher, which is interesting. What you do is, the coin you ate from an amaretz, you... Take the replacement and you mezake, you, you use a kinyan like a zach and shan of a type of thing. You mezake, you say, I want you to coin this for this coin amaretz. 
So then what happens in front of you now, you have effectively, it's as if it's an Atina, you have, if you like, in your hand, the, the, the replacement truma that belongs to the Amaretz, even though it hasn't even touched his hands yet, because you used a Zchia for that. Then what do you do? Because again, we don't want to give him that because you're not meant to give truma to Amaretz in case he's going to make a Tamit. So then what you do, now this is a critical piece of Reb Chaim adds, he says, um, in his parish that is, he says, and then what you do, then you give it over to a, you effectively sell it to a, a, a Kohen, a Kohen Chaver. Why didn't, and how can you do that? How can you just sell something that belongs to somebody else without their knowledge? No, because the assumption is, it's the Amaretz would be happy getting money rather than getting the, 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 the trumer itself. Which is interesting, uh, it's, a, it's a huge assumption, but that's how that mechanism of which this whole solution works. Okay, so again, if, if an Azar eats the truma of Amaretz, how does he effectively achieve a Kapara without, um, again, Kapara for two points, one stealing from Amaretz, and the second is um, having it in truma, without actually physically giving him truma. Again, according to the opinion, it has to actually become his property in order to achieve a Kapara. The answer is you do Zachin al Acher, and then you sell it to another coin and, give, and give, then give the Amaretz the proceeds. Okay, Seder? Okay, let's continue. Bat Yisrael um, Shachar Truma. Okay, Lois, and this is now what happens if the Bat, again, we talked about the Bat Yisrael, that if she eats Truma when she's, and then she'd be high to pay Kambra Chamesh. And then what happens is she ends up going to marry a Kohen. And we said, if that's the case, she simply, she simply separates the Kambra Chamesh and they can keep it. What happens though, Lois, what happens if she didn't get a chance to separate it until, uh, and, and then she got divorced? So the question is, does she, does she still, can she, separate and, can she still separate and keep it? Or just now she's in Israel or Israelit. She can no longer get trauma. She's not considered. And therefore she would have to give it to, um, she have to give it to a coin. So itachami, which is like Tashma. Let's have a look. Ilu hayalo kam ma'asrot shema enoshela. So the example is as follows. Let's say she had a whole lot of ma'asrot. Okay. It's like ma'asarishan, for example. And she didn't yet do hafrashat, let's say, trumat ma'aser. I think that's understanding here. Then we, and then she got divorced. We'd say, it doesn't matter. The fact it was hers, she's ke'ilu as if it was already hers, so therefore she could keep the truma. So it says, the Gemara says, no, tamam master musayamin. There, you can't bring the case of master because master is there. We know it's, it, it's, it, it's like in her possession. However, baram hacha, truma in musayamin, but the replacement truma hasn't been allocated yet. How can you say that, oh, it's as if she's, as if she's really zocharet? So we say, Ma dami la pitre chamurot. This is the, this we say instead is similar to the case of pitre chamurot. In the case of pitre chamurot takes us back a little bit early in our learning uh, today, which is where, where someone is Yoresh, Peter Chamoros from his grandfather. He's in Israel and he's Yoresh from his grandfather. Now we say here that despite the fact that, that, the, uh, that the actual set, I'll actually read your Reb Chaim inside and make it clear. He says, That if you remember, Reb Yezer says, if you're Zorosh Pitre Chamorot from his grandfather, uh, this is the Sa'in, sorry, uh, the Petre, no, not Sa'in, the actual, sorry, the Petre Chamorot from his grandfather. Um, as soon as he separates it, it's, it's he's already considered Kadosh, he doesn't have to give it to, and even if it dies, he's Yotzeh Dechibu. Right, despite the fact normally he says Petra Chamor is like Pidyon Ben, and therefore if you put that the actually has to reach the can of the Kohen, if you recall. Why the Kaiman da Avi Imo Kohen, since he Kesha Hayam Mafrish Alehem, 
Satan, once he's mafrish the se'i, since the Kohen, had he been, had he done that, had he separated, it would have been his. Therefore, the Israel grandson, as soon as he's mafresh, is considered his. This is a critical point. Despite the fact and the saying had not yet been separated. It's I mean, the grandfather didn't do the pet, didn't, didn't do the pidyon petachamor. He just, we just say, because he could have, since he could have, it's already considered if the same belonged to the grandfather, even though there weren't any sin yet at all. It's Aviyamok. So, then we consider as if the grandson has already been Zocher on them. Hachanami, so too, we say the same thing here. Since when she was a Kohenet, she could have, had she didn't have Frasha of the Truma, she would, would have been considered hers. Then we consider kvar zachtaba. We consider as if it's already hers. What a chiddush! Despite the fact she hasn't allocated or pointed out exactly what this truma would be, from which the chul with the chulin she's associated, which is going to be a replacement. Therefore, even after she's divorced, she can what she can keep. Uh, she will be able to keep the um, the, the the truma, which is a, such a tremendous chiddush. In other words, you might think for one second she didn't take the opportunity to acquaint with half Russia. So therefore, she's not, she's not, and she hasn't done, yet done the kapara for eating, uh, eating the trum when she was a single Israelite girl. And now she's in Israelite. So all in, we would think that, well, she's not like Kohenet. By the way, the Rambam Paskins like this assumption. doesn't pass on like the Gemara. That now she's not a Bak Kohen. She's not married a Kohen. She's not a Bak Kohen. So therefore, you know, well, she has to pay the Kohen. She has to pay the Karen Vachomish. According to Shalmi, though, again, Rambam doesn't pass like this, says, no, since it was a period of time which was married to a Kohen, and had she taken out some chulin to be the replacement, she could have kept it. Then it's considered as if that's already happened. So even though she gets divorced after, she can still keep that replacement trauma. Try quite a chidosh in, in the sugya. And that's, again, learned quite clearly from the case where, the, where the, again, the grandson of this, of this Kohen, where this Pitrei Hamorot, the fact that we say that the, the grandson can, can, can keep the Pidayon is based on the fact that, once again, what? Since the grandfather had he separated Sain, he could have kept it. We say that he was Moorish that to his grandson, even though the Sain haven't even been separated yet. Again, that's the that's the Svara. Okay, let's learn the next halacha, next Mishnah. This is the question that I think um, I think it was uh, who asked. I think it was Manfred you asked it last last year. So if someone feeds his workers, his guests truma, who at He pays a karen because he was meant to give them food, and he fed them. The, and so the principal value, they still have to pay the chumash in order to achieve a kapara. However, that's different. They have to pay both keren and chumash. But he has to pay them back, if you like, the demei suda. Now the question, what's enough in between the two cases? It sounds like we're just shifting funds around. Right? At the end of the day, who's paid effectively for the meal? It sounds like what the palabaitis paid for the meal, and they pay for the chumash. Uh, so what's the difference between the two cases? The Gemara is going to explain that today. Okay, let's continue. Someone sells truma and doesn't consume it. He has to pay back double. Okay, he pays back the coin, back, gives him back his truma, and he has to pay, the kefil has to pay its value of the truma. Now, it's important to understand that a bag of, a, a, a kilo of, um, of, um, of wheat, it's truma, is much, is, cheap, is much cheaper than a kilo of normal wheat. Why? Because truma, there's less of a market, there's more of it around, as according to get it for free anyway, that people aren't going to pay a higher price for a truma wheat. So therefore, the tashlumi kefil is the 
truma value of it, which is going to be less. So Achla, what happens if he eats it? Now he has to pay Shnei Karnayin. He has to pay two Karens. Okay? Because n- there's no different. But now he has to pay Chomesh, because he's a non-Kohen. Now the Karen Chomesh has to come from Chulin, because this is how he's achieving his Kapara for having eaten Truma as a Tsar. And the extra Karen for, for, for Gezel, he has to pay that, uh, that Dene Truma, like we've been saying. If he's Ganav Truma Hektesh, this is the case we saw previously, now we're seeing the Mishnah, Ganav Truma Hektesh, the Achla, and then he eats it. Then we say, Meshalem Shnei Chumshin, yes, by two Chumash is two Chumshin, one for having eaten Trumer as a Zar, and the second one for having, for that, for the prohibition of Me'ila. The Karen and one Karen. Why? Why doesn't it pay double? Because we say, She'en Hektesh, let's just Mikefel. Because the Hektesh is no Tushul Mikefel. Uh, you only pay double for Geneva, so it's uh, things that aren't Hektesh, meaning regular property. Okay, let's continue. And when it comes to paying the, um, paying this replacement Trumer for someone who eats Trumer Beshogeg, Who's not a coin? One does not pay from the matan of Aniyim. And also, Master Rishon, you cannot use to pay back from which Trumas are even separated. Or Master Sheni Hektesh has been redeemed. Now, why is that? That is because the Torah says, So it's only the things that are really Liot Kodesh. Okay, now Hefker could never become inverted commas Kodesh, meaning could never become Truma. So therefore you have to use things that could have become Truma. Now Chulin, now it can become Truma, but in its lifetime, previously, before it was Metukan, it could have become Truma. That's opinion of Rebbe Meir. However, just like Master Rishon or Hekdesh, these things cannot become, uh, become, cannot become Truma. However, Chachamim Matarim Ba'edel. Chachamim say when it comes to Master Rishon Shniyatron Trumato, Master Sheni Behekdesh Shniftu, those things they he, he allows them to be used for the payment back of Truma. Why? Because if you go back earlier in time, it says Tarti Achrin Arir B'Chaim Hayna Master Rishon Master Sheni Behekdesh Shniftu Sheilu Hayu Ruuim Mitchila LeTruma. Despite the fact in this, this most recent um, uh, uh, manifestation, if you like, or if, uh, halachic status. It couldn't become Truma, but if you go all the way back before, you know, before my solution became my solution, it was Tevel. So therefore, now, if you go further back in history, before it was my solution, it was Tevel, and therefore that could also become Truma, and therefore that's why it's, it's something considered Ra'ui Liot Kodesh, and that's why Chachamim Macholik on Rebbe Meir and says actually you could use Master Shin Vek Shiniftu. Or, um, or was the other one? Or my solution should not draw matter. Okay. Thank so you. Also, have a good yeah. day.